the Happy Families podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. The way that men respond to the women in their lives teaches their children how they should respond to the women in their lives. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. G'day, this is Dr. Justin Coulson, the author of six books about raising happy families. I'm here with my wife and co-host, Mrs. Happy Families, uh, who's looking a bit grumpy. Why is that? I hear myself. You're such a pain. <laughs> because I just, I couldn't help it. You're you're being grumpy. You wanted to finish making the notes. We need to get this done. So I just thought I'd turn off You're your mic. so impatient. <laughs> I have to do that. Don't. Okay, I won't do it again. I promise. Hey, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Uh, it's, it's Sunday. And I've always been a bit of a, a grinchy Valentine over the years, but I've come to really love it uh, because of the big deal that you've made about it. And this is what I love about you is you're so intentional about giving people great experiences, especially giving our children great experiences. But Valentine's Day also ends up being a great experience for us because of the effort you put in. So I'm a convert. I love it. And in today's podcast, we thought we'd talk about three secrets to strengthening your relationship as a couple. Now, not everyone's in a couple relationship, so this won't be applicable to everybody. But I think even if you're not in a couple relationship, many, though not all, of the things that we'll share will also be directly applicable to your relationship with your children. Oh, I think that everything we talk about today could be, not, unless you've got a secret. Yeah, not not the intimacy stuff. We're not going to. Oh no, 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 no. We're not, we're not, no, but everything else, pretty much. So, what's your um, what's your number one relationship? Secret, your relationship hack for for making sure that we have a happy marriage. Daily connection. It's imperative. Okay, so let me define connection. This is the way Brene Brown defines it, and I've kind of extended it from there because I just love what she said. Connection is being seen, heard, and valued. And what I add to that is, just like dollars are the currency of our economy, connection is the currency of our relationship. So if people are not feeling seen, heard, and valued in relationships, then the relationship has no life in it. You're in the red. Uh, the, the bank account is overdrawn and you've got problems. It's all about uh, seeing, hearing, and valuing the other. So uh, what kind of what kind of things do do we do or do we see other couples do that demonstrate that, that level of connection on a day-to-day basis? Well, I have to, from the outset, I have to say that you, from day one, have been just the boss when it comes to daily connection. It used to drive me insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. In fact, I was sharing some of our connection tips in a, a seminar one time for couples and uh, I mentioned a couple of things that we are really intentional about doing and this lady was like, oh, my goodness, I could never be married to you. Just leave me alone for goodness <laughs> sakes. Get off me. Not, not that so, it was- <laughs> so when we first got married, I didn't have a job and we didn't have children and I was at home full time and you would ring me probably about – 15 times a day. Well, I was a radio announcer. I was sitting in a studio. I was listening to Bob Seger's old time rock and roll for like the 5,000th time. I didn't need to hear it. So I'd just give you a buzz and say, I'm sitting in the studio. I'm bored. What are you up to? And I would have been halfway through a job and then I'd have to stop so I could talk to you. And you would just interrupt my entire flow. It sounds suffocating. I don't know why you'd like that. I didn't back then. No. But then as life obviously progressed and when more children came along and your hours and especially your time away as you started to travel more. Yeah, so I left radio and started travelling and doing the work that I do now. Left me just wanting those conversations. Oh, that feels good to hear. Let me say that. (laughs) 
<laughs> so one of the things that I absolutely love is that each of us take the time throughout our day to just connect, whether that be a phone call when we've got a spare moment or just leaving a message, um, a text message. We just send little love hearts to each other every now and again. Or Do you um, remember the time that I opened up the fridge, pulled the butter out and wrote, I love you in the butter and then put it back in so that when you pulled the butter out, you had a little message from me? <laughs> You, no, don't, you don't, don't remember. remember. Oh, I thought that was the most romantic thing I'd ever done. Oh, my goodness. But do you remember the time where I put little notes, love notes in your socks when you disappeared one day and went on a work trip? I do. I oh, do. And that was such a treat when I got to the hotel and put my socks on the next morning and I was like, oh, Kylie <laughs> thought of me. All right, so, so connection is critical. I, I remember picking up a hint from somebody else as well uh, early in our marriage. I can't remember his first name. I think it was David Swan. Lived in Rockhampton. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that was – was it David? Yeah. So, so this is going like 20 20- – three years ago now, but David and his wife, whose name I can't remember, David and Barbara, look at you go. They had this rule. Uh, Rule sounds a little bit too stern and serious, but they had this rule that whenever they walked past one another, they would touch. I did not know you got it from them. That's where I got it from. I didn't make it up. I'm not that clever. And so from that time, whenever I've walked past you, I've always made sure that I squeeze your elbow or hold your hand or squeeze your fingers or (laughs) whatever it might be that I could squeeze because it's just that moment of connection. It's like saying, I see you. I'm walking past you. I'm busy. I've got other stuff to do, but I'm noticing you because you matter. So connection, pillow talk, conversations, touch, messages, love notes, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I think I love the way that we come together at the end of the night and literally just before the lamp goes out, we'll lie down on our pillows and just kind of reconnect and have those conversations that we haven't been able to have throughout the day. And usually that lasts all of <laughs> three seconds. Three seconds because Justin falls asleep very, very fast. I do. Uh, what's your second idea? Well, weekly date nights, this is something that we've actually struggled with a lot over our marriage because of time restraints, because of children, because of a lack of babysitting (laughs) options available to us. But we have seen just how important it is for us to be able to spend that quality, uninterrupted time together, especially when you've got lots of children. Yeah. And it compounds. What We've we've had to be creative over the years. We've either had no money or we've had a lack of support, uh, you know, in terms of people being able to help with the children. And sometimes it's just, we're, we're so exhausted. We've wondered, <laughs> what's the point in doing this? So some of the creative things that we've done have been- well, let me just talk about that exhaustion because yeah. you took me to a Billy Joel concert once. <laughs> That's right. And, and, and I was so exhausted that <laughs> I, I actually fell asleep in a Billy Joel concert. We, and it was a good concert. Okay. It was a brilliant concert. What you remember of it. In, in in fairness to you, you were heavily pregnant, I think, at the yes, time. Yes, I and, was. And you were just pretty well exhausted. And we, had- we were sitting right next to the speaker. I don't know how. I slept through it. But but we've been creative in coming up with ways to date whereby um, when we had no support, uh, we, we were friends with another couple nearby and we said to them, hey, next Friday, how about if we babysit your kids so you guys go on a date? And then the following Friday, you guys babysit our kids so that we can go on a date. And so you'd go over to their place and look after their kids while I'd put ours to bed and they'd go out. And then the following week, uh, Alina would come over to our place and look after our kids so you and I could go out. They were the good old days. We had nothing. We had no support. I mean, it was it was so hard. And yet by doing that, what we did was we, we 
created opportunities to be together, stress-free, to just let go a little bit. And But we also lifted another couple in the process because they would never have come up with that solution. Well, they didn't have that own. support either, did they? That's right. And so I loved that idea. Um, but yeah, getting creative. Like sometimes it might just be putting the kids to bed a little bit earlier, shutting the door and spending some time together at home, watching a movie or, you know, cooking a special dinner together. Um, There are lots of things that you can do that don't require either extra, you know, expenditure or taking us outside of our space when when that's not actually an option for us. Yeah, when we were poor uni students, we um, we would have dates at home. (laughs) <laughs> we'd pull out like a some popcorn. There's not not the microwave popcorn. That was too expensive. Just the, you know the popcorn in the the kernels. We'd pop them on the stove and then we'd sit down. We wouldn't even we didn't have Netflix or anything. We might go down to Blockbuster back in the day. Mm, yes, we did hire a movie. Although I would also say movies are not going to be the best way to connect. It can be fun to watch a movie. I'm not saying don't, but there might be better ways to connect and um, spend high quality time with your intimate partner, the person that you love the most. Well, I do believe you have one other tip for everybody, but I think we might share that after the break. It's the Happy Families Podcast. For a happier family, try a Happy Families membership because a happy family doesn't just happen. Details at happyfamilies.com.au. I'm always looking for new ways to stay connected with my children while giving them the opportunity to have the same level of freedom I enjoyed when I was their age. Oh, those were the days. The Space Talk Adventurer Watch has given our daughter the freedom that she craves while also giving us the peace of mind of knowing where she is via GPS location updates. And we can also easily check in with her via a phone call or a text message to her watch. Space Talk watches don't have access to social media, apps or any other internet services like mobile phones do. So you can feel good that you're providing them with a safe and secure device that lets kids be kids in a modern world. And that's why we love it. Available at major retailers and online at spacetalkwatch.com. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. And today we've been talking about three simple ways that we can make relationships stronger. Yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up on Sunday. We want you to have strong couple relationships. The strength of the family is rarely stronger than the strength of the couple. And so we really want to help you to make your relationships better. So uh, take home message number one, connect, connect, connect. Do everything you can to connect through touch, through messages, through whatever uh, whatever you need to do to connect. Uh, Number two. Weekly date night. Which uh, I'm looking forward to having a date night with you this week. The week's running away way too fast, but we've got to make sure that that happens. And the last one that I want to share is especially for the men. Mm, I'm interested. And I haven't told you what this one is. You haven't. But this is without question. Research uh, from John Gottman uh, has highlighted that this is one of the most powerful ways that a man can have a satisfying relationship, a wonderful delightful relationship with his intimate partner. And the research says that men who take influence from their wives have far more satisfying relationships than men who are less open to their wives' opinions and and ideas. And I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this or not, but when I read that research probably 10 or 15 years ago, I thought to myself, this may be one of the most important things I will ever understand about my marriage and about how to have a happy marriage. And from this point on, no matter what, I have got to listen to my wife more. Well, you have not told me that, but I have noticed over the years that you have been increasingly more willing to 
listen. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. I've, I've been working on this for a long time, believe me. When I was younger, I wasn't so keen on listening to anybody. Uh, but, but that's what the research shows. Men who take influence from their wives are significantly happier in their relationships. Uh, I might also add that uh, Gottman's research also showed that they have higher levels of sexual satisfaction as well. Just putting that out there, men, if you don't like what I've said so far, that might change your tune a little bit. So listen to your wives. You know what I also love about that, though, um, is is the the way that men respond to the women in their lives teaches their children how they should respond to the women in their lives. And we live in a world where there is a high level of awareness around what can often be a status and power differential between men and women that should not exist. Uh, and I think part of the reason that that still does exist is because in homes, too many homes, there are not enough men who are open to taking influence from their wives. Uh, and it's not about saying, oh, you know, I wear the pants or she wears the pants. That's not what it's about. It's about saying we're in a partnership. I don't make the decisions. We make the decisions. We're a team. We're a team. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the way that it should be. Uh, you've got one last uh, idea about Valentine's Day, but it's not actually related to making couples' relationships happier. This is just something that you wanted to share because you wanted to share it. Well, the reality is that a family is usually more than just a couple. Yes, it and, is. And Valentine's has always been about, you know, your relationship um, as a couple but I decided that it was a really important thing to include our children in the process. And so this actually came about because we were having baby number six and there were quite a few children who were a little bit disgruntled about an extra addition in the family. And so I decided that I needed to make this year awesome. And so when Valentine's Day came around, I decided that I was going to do something super special for them. And so I packed them their very first Valentine's lunchbox. That's right. This is the pink lunchbox. Pink lunchbox. Everything in it was pink. And I tried really hard to kind of give them healthy lunches throughout the year. So when Valentine's Day comes around and they get pink cupcakes and pink milk and- Strawberries. You know, love heart cut sandwiches and, you know, all of those yummy little treats and- um, they just love it. And there's always a little love note in there. And it has become their absolute favourite school lunchbox. It is the highlight of their school year when it comes to school lunches. Valentine's Day, you make a, a huge effort and Valentine's Day becomes special for them. They know they've got a Valentine at home or at least someone who loves them, if not a romantic interest. You know, they're a little bit disgruntled this year, don't you? No, why is that? Well, Valentine's is on Sunday. Oh, Sunday, no school. <laughs> we, we can do a Valentine's lunch. We can have pink cupcakes and oh, love no. heart sandwiches. They've told me they have to celebrate Valentine's a day late. They want <laughs> a pink Of course lunchbox. they do. <laughs> well, you know what? We really hope that Valentine's Day is a special day for you this year. Uh, if, if you're not in a situation where it can be, uh, we hope that that changes for you in a positive way or that you're able to share a, a special Valentine's moment with your kids in a way that works and, and feels authentic and, and good for you. Uh, we also hope that these tips to make your family happier have made a difference and that your family will be stronger and better because of it. Just thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We are so grateful for the significant increase of people who have been listening lately and we're, we're delighted uh, that it's making a difference in your family. The podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Our executive producer is Craig Bruce. And there's one more thing that I'd love to mention. When you leave a rating and review of the podcast, it helps other people to find out about it and that helps other 
other people's families to be happier. So wherever you listen, but especially on Apple Podcasts, we'd be so grateful if you'd open the app, go into the library, click on our podcast, and then just click on the reviews bit where it says write a review. Uh, Your five-star ratings and reviews make all the difference. For more information about making your family happier, please uh, log on to happyfamilies.com.au. Check out the memberships. We'll do all that we can to help your family flourish. Happyfamilies.com.au. Thank you.